Hello, and welcome to the Healthier Home Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Peterson. This podcast is for everyone who would like to create a healthier, happier home for themselves as well as their families. Each week, I will be joined by health and home experts who will share their tips and tricks with us on how to create a healthier home. Don't worry about taking notes as everything that is linkable from today's podcast, as well as past podcasts, can be found on the healthierhomepodcast.com. Hey, 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 welcome back to episode 10 of the Healthier Home Podcast. Hope the last two weeks have treated you well and you're enjoying your first week of a summer in June. So, man, is it warm out here. The temperatures have been in the 80s all week, 80s and 90s, and it's been a toasty, toasty beginning of summer. For the last two weeks, I've been spending my time again out in my backyard, hacking away, trying to convert it into a cottage garden and a vegetable garden. So really enjoying my time outside. Hope again that all of you guys are enjoying time doing whatever you love outdoors because there's nothing better for the soul than the sunshine and just getting outside. Today is the last episode of our spring cleaning series. And we are, yes, in the first week of June, if just now wrapping up this series, crazy coronavirus, right? Um, but I am excited because Jody Kelsley is on today and she is always so, oh my gosh, you guys, my mind is always blown with Jody. She has so much great information and you'll probably want to listen to this podcast more than once because I personally need to just to remember all of the amazing information that she gives us on essential oils and using them in our house for um, dealing with bacteria um, and germs and gunk and things like that. So really um, cool information and I know you're going to love today's episode so enjoy. Jody, it is so wonderful to have you back on the show. It was at last, oh my gosh, the last episode was amazing. There were so much great golden gems in that and Thank I you. am super excited for today because I know today you're going to be just doing the same thing and giving us all this wonderful wisdom. So Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I love talking about essential oils. One of my passions is just teaching people how to use them and how to use them safely and just getting the information for natural products out there. So I appreciate you having me. Oh my gosh. I just, I'm just thrilled to have you on and it, you just radiate <laughs> such knowledge and wisdom and such a passion to help others. And it's just such a privilege to be able to be on the show with you sharing all this wonderful information. So well, thank you. Excited. Okay, so today we are talking about, we're continuing on our discovery around spring cleaning and how to clean out all of those things in our homes that make our households less healthy. So today we are going to talk about how you can basically use general cleaning practices with essential oils. So let's dive on in. And essential oils can really help with that because they have antiviral, antibacterial, antimicrobial properties. I'm going to talk a little bit about chemistry again, um, and that's not meant to overwhelm anyone. It's just basically so that people know that essential oils work because they have these chemical components, um, and this is how they do the jobs that they do. Okay. So monoterpenes, which generally speaking, when I talk about chemical families like monoterpenes and sesquiterpenes, we're talking generalizations. So generally, monoterpenes are antibacterial and antiviral. They're expectorants and decongestants, and they're also analgesic, and mucolytic means they're drying. So here is a huge chemical family that's 
found in many essential oils. They're great for airborne deodorizing, so stinky rooms or, you know, colds and flus in the house. It's good to get these things in the air to help sort of clear the air. Okay, great. Um, And the essential oils that are high in monoterpenes are the citruses. So we have grapefruit and lemon and lime and orange and bergamot and all those just really juicy, yummy essential oils. But we also have rosemary, um, which is maybe what you think of more when you talk about uh, expectorants and decongestants Mm -hmm. and things like that. Juniper berry is also good. Fir balsam, frankincense, pine, and nutmeg. So those are all essential oils that are high in monoterpenes, and they can help. Um, with antibacterial and antiviral. Okay, um, great. Sesquiterpenes. Remember the last mm-hmm. podcast? You yes, really liked really the name liked of this one. Very <laughs> cute name. <laughs> Very fancy. Fancy, fancy schmancy name. Mm-hmm. We're making t-shirts, yes. Yes, we are still making t-shirts and rose water t-shirts. <laughs> yes. Embrace your rose. Embrace your rose. <laughs> um, so sesquiterpenes, as I mentioned in the lad pot, last podcast is that they are harder to generalize but often are antibacterial Um, and these are your cedar wood german chamomile ginger those types Um, monoterpenols is another chemical family they're antiviral and antibacterial generally speaking Um, and these essential oils that have monoterpenol are basil citronella, geranium, lavender, and peppermint. Those all have monoterpenols. Citronella. Definitely Mm -hmm. to keep those mosquitoes away as well. Mm -hmm. I I just do not like citronella. I don't like it either. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) But you definitely spill it around when Mm -hmm. it becomes the summertime. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a popular one for sure. And the last group I wanted to talk about are phenols. They're strong antibacterial, anti-infectious, and immune stimulants generally speaking, of course. And these are your cinnamon, clove, thyme, and oregano. These are your stronger essential oils. Um, these are the ones that are going to be more irritating to the skin and the mucous membrane. So you have to really be careful using these, restrict the duration, and watch use when you're pregnant or nursing right. or around kids. Right. I've actually used an oregano spray, a nasal spray before. Mm-hmm. A thing, I'll tell you what, your brain feels like it's on fire, but it sure does work <laughs> if you ever have, like, sinus pressure. I, I got it, like, at, I don't know, Vitamin Cottage or something, but it was pretty powerful. I know oregano is one strong essential oil for sure. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, so another way to break that down is if you're looking for an antibacterial essential oil, um, there are so many. There's, And I'm, I'm just going to list a bunch, and then I'll list some antimicrobial essential oils. Be- and Okay. Before you list all of them, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. Before you list all of them, which are they all kind of the same level of antibacterial, or are some stronger than others? Like bang for your buck. Um, typically, the ones that have the phenols in them okay. are more strongly anti antibacterial. Okay. Good so, but they're also, I think you can get what you need from some of the more gentle oils. Okay. Um, and unless the you're complications of having such yes. a strong. Okay. Yeah. Super. Um, so some of the antibacterial essential oils are anise, basil, bay, and these are all in alphabetical order, of course, (laughs) (laughs) bergamot, uh, black pepper, cage put, cardamom, Roman chamomile, which you may not think of because it's, it's very soothing, but it's also antibacterial. That's really Um, interesting. I did not know that about mm -hmm. chamomile. Very interesting. Uh, clary sage, clove, probably no surprise there eucalyptus, fennel, fir needle, and I'll kind of skip ahead here, um, geranium, grapefruit, a lot of the citrus, right. uh, helichrysum, juniper, lavender, 
is actually antibacterial, lemon, marjoram, neroli, oregano, patchouli, peppermint, pine, ravensera, rose, and tea tree, which is probably yes. no surprise. And that's going to include your Australian tea tree as well as your manuka, which is a New Zealand Oh, tea interesting. Tree. The two different kinds. Two okay. different kinds, yeah. And they smell different. I think the manuka is probably a little easier on the nose, huh. in my opinion. Okay. Good to know. Uh, thyme, vetiver, yarrow, and ylang-ylang. Okay. So antibacterial essential oils, you could use any of these and use them for general cleaning like countertops, uh, toilets, refrigerators. You can make a spray and use a hand sanitizer. Now, I know that you – so how do you – because I know you use um, Norx um, – cloths. Mm -hmm. So how do you incorporate? Do you use this as well? So you spray this and use your just for a double bang or? If I want a little bit, a lot of times I'll just use the Norwex cloth. Right. But if I want everything. Yeah. But if I want the scent, yeah, then a lot of times I'll put a citrus in there. I love lemon. I mean, I think lemon is amazing and it does have a antibacterial boost to it. Right. So you could do a spray just, um, you know, maybe a even just a water spray with right. some essential oil in there, or you can do a little bit of a ninety-proof alcohol, like maybe a vodka or okay. something like that. Add some water and add some essential oils. Um, if you're doing something like that, add about eighteen drops of essential oil per ounce, right, of water and alcohol mixture. Because yeah, you're going to want to mix it with water. You're not going to want to use any coconut oil or anything like that. Because no. first of all, that wouldn't make a spray, and it would clog up the cloth, which would not be good. Right. But I also think this is great for some of these areas too. The areas that you can't get with a cloth or things like that, it's great to know that you can spray this. Mm-hmm. But as much as you can, always when you spray something, is to remove if you can on a surface because any water, minerals, or anything like that dries up. And then you can have other things that attach to it. So that's why the cloth is very handy. But it's really important to understand all these other products, I mean, other essential oils and how they can be really used to improve, and especially air. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what I love about it is putting on these diffusers. And if you have viruses and things going on, you can diffuse so you can combat some of that stuff as well. You can, and I think the diffuser is a great way to clear the air. Um, mm-hmm. However, if you do have pets, you know their sense of smell is so much stronger than ours, yeah. and they're they're not able to, their bodies just aren't able to process the essential oils the same way that ours do. So I think some of those more, some of those phenol, right? So you're talking about oils. more the cinnamon, the clove, yes. the thyme, and the oregano because they're mm-hmm. so strong. Yep. So really, to be if you have, so would you say that if you have pets? probably not the best thing to be using with pets okay right. and go for one of the the milder you know like the citruses um bergamot just cracks me up because <laughs> my husband and i we went to the plaza and i think i've told you about this and they have a bergamot spray it's i think it's bergamot 22 it's 22 other things mixed with bergamot oh, okay. who knows if it's really truly bergamot because most perfumes or room right like fragrance sprays and stuff are made with petrochemicals but maybe the plaza maybe they used real things who knows but now when I ever see bergamot I just totally think about that because it's their signature fragrance has it in there sorry I love the smell of I do like bergamot Mm -hmm. though but I like knowing the fact that the bergamot I use is truly bergamot Mm -hmm. so yeah a lot of times too if they're using um an scent for Mm -hmm something like that as a perfume or something mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes it's standardized, so you're not getting the the product directly from the plant. They're, no, they're and most of the time those are thing. petrochemicals. Like, I don't know at Plaza, like, they might use the real thing. And it trust me, I mean, it's, it's in everything that they have. It's the spray when you walk in. It's the shampoo has it in there. And, for example, the little teeny tiny shampoos, 
if you wanted to sell them after being there, they're like, they would sell for 30 bucks a little teeny bottle. Like, oh it was crazy. Goodness. Yeah. So, they, so one would hope that they were actually using real things. But most of the time, people think when they see these smells, and I, I think that's important to point out, mm-hmm. when you're getting things like citrus or grapefruit, I don't know, candles or whatever have you, that's not truly citrus. And that is probably a petrochemical. It is it's fragrance to to smell like citrus. Mm-hmm. It's not really. And it really is quite a toxic thing to have in your home. So make sure that you're using essential oils. And make sure if you're using a candle, you're not using things that are petroleum-based or things like that. Very good point. Side note, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. right on right on topic with the rest mm-hmm. of the everything that we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, going back to the citrus, did you know that you can use citrus to clean your produce? No, but this is so, Mm -hmm. what a great thing to use is just like a produce wash is just a citrus mixed with water, right? Right. You just put a few drops in, um, soak your vegetables for a little bit, and then rinse them. Great, Mm -hmm. great idea. I love that. Um, Another good alternative from using the diffuser is just to use that room spray and what I talked about and how to make that. But you can use that as a hand sanitizer too. You can use it as a room spray and you can use that to clean your countertops and your refrigerator too. Okay. It does make your refrigerator smell really good, especially if you use like a lemon and a grapefruit and maybe a little lime mixed in there. It'll freshen up your fridge. Okay. Well, I think especially if you spray that in the refrigerator, that'd be nice too. Mm -hmm. And wipe it down with an EnviroCloth, that would be quite nice. Oh, yeah. Get the smell. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because a lot of people, that's when I talk to them about cleaning. And cleaning does not have a smell. And when you truly want to clean something, it really doesn't. You know, you're removing what's on the surface. Mm -hmm. But people want to have a smell. So if you're going to have a smell, then use one that is actual essential oil that does have a purpose that actually can clean the air. Right. Mm -hmm. And can leave that smell that's nice and isn't going to be something that's leaving a toxin behind in your refrigerator. I always think about refrigerators and people spraying stuff. And it's like you do not want that in your refrigerator at all. Right. Or on your countertops. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So we talked a little bit about antibacterial essential oils. Um, Now I'm going to tell you a few of the antimicrobial essential oils. Um, And some of these you're going to notice are the same as the antibacterial. So again, there's basil, bay, black pepper, cage put, cardamom, Roman chamomile, cinnamon. And the reason why I'm listing this is when I first started using essential oils, I'm like, okay, which ones are antibacterial? Which ones are? Mm -hmm. So I want to give people a list of variety so they can use what cystus, clove, fennel, helichrysum, juniper, lavender, marjoram, neroli, oregano, I know this sounds like a lot, but I mean, everyone has different scents that they like. Um, Patchouli, peppermint. Patchouli. I always think about patchouli being a hippie one. Yeah, it's the hippie one. (laughs) But you did tell me a little patchouli does smell good. Like if it's not just patchouli, it doesn't give you that same vibe, which I have some sprays that have patchouli in it. And I would Mm -hmm. never think I would have it because it just associates with me with something trying to be masking Mm -hmm. or not taking a shower or something like that. I actually make a patchouli clove spray, yeah. and I had one person say, why would you ever do that? And then I smelled it. You know, they smelled yeah, it, and yeah. they're like, that is yummy. Yeah, it's something about it's, patchouli Well, because it's the blends. It's putting them together. They create mm-hmm. a whole different scent. They yeah, do. for sure. Yep. Um, what else do we have here? Peppermint, pine, raven, Sarah, rose, sandalwood, tea tree. Again, both varieties, thyme, vetiver, yarrow, and ylang-ylang. And antimicrobial essential oils are also good for just general cleaning. Um, So you'll notice a couple of duplicates. And after I talk about antiviral essential oils, 
I'll tell you which ones are good for all three of those. Yeah, that's a great thing to know, the ones that cover all. Yep. So the antiviral are, again, anise, basil, bay. You have bergamot, uh, black pepper, cage put, cardamom, cinnamon, clove, eucalyptus, helichrysum, jasmine is in there, uh, marjoram, patchouli again, peppermint, pine, ravensera, rose, uh, sandalwood, both kinds of tea tree, thyme, vetiver, yarrow, and ylang-ylang. And these are great during cold and flu season. Spray everything. Use as a hand sanitizer. Put it in your diffuser. As long as you don't have pets mm-hmm. that are in the room, um, you can diffuse it in a different kind of right. room. Also be careful with some of these uh, diffusing around young children. Well, and it makes sense. The antiviral is because viruses are smaller than bacteria. So they're really those small organisms. So when you are, these are going to be the stronger Probably a lot of these are very strong. Again, mm-hmm. you know, you're talking about tea tree. So you know, tea tree. I um, that one is that okay for boys? I always didn't know if that is that mess with at all with testosterone. Do you know? I haven't heard anything about okay. that, but it's it's worth looking into. If okay. you, you've heard that, huh? I don't know. I, I've heard something about tea tree and boys. So mm-hmm. you might have to research that one for I me will. and let me know because I'm always interested in that. And we had the shampoo that had tea tree in it, and I was like, okay, I don't know if I should be using this with Luke. So, yeah, check that out and let I me know. I don't know if I've heard that, but mm-hmm. I will find out for okay, you. Okay, sounds mm-hmm. great. Um, so the essential oils that are, are in all three categories, the antibacterial, antimicrobial, and antiviral, are basil, bay, black pepper, cage put, cardamom, clove, helichrysum, marjoram, the sweet marjoram, uh, patchouli. You can use your hippie stuff. <laughs> pepper. Maybe why they're using it because <laughs> it just takes care of everything. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, pine, raven, Sarah, rose, tea tree, thyme, vetiver, yarrow, and ylang ylang. Those are in all three categories. And there's probably more. These are just some of the more common ones that I was talking about. Yeah. That you can use on everything. Are there any that are, I'm trying to look at, like, are there any that are more mild that would be okay to use when you have pets and young children? I would always be a little bit cautious when you're diffusing around pets, even if it's a mild one. Okay. Um, maybe just don't diffuse for very long. Okay. Um, but, you know, the bergamot, um, rose, coming back to <laughs> Gosh, we love rose. Seriously, <laughs> we need to make sure it's for rose. Sweet marjoram is just wonderful, too. Um, the cedar wood and sweet marjoram, um, those are good for nighttime, too. So yeah. if there's any kind of virus in the air, you could diffuse those. Right. Um, the cedar wood is good for coughs. It has an affinity for the respiratory system. So huh, I did not know about that's that. That's helpful cedar at wood. night. And that's more gentle than eucalyptus. Or, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that when I have like respiratory and when we, you know, I did the peppermint with you and the eucalyptus, I'm trying to figure out, we had, there was three different types of eucalyptus mm-hmm. too, or is there more than that? Like how many eucalyptus? There's a few. I think the main ones are probably eucalyptus globulus, eucalyptus smithy, and eucalyptus radiata. Wow. And they're all just slightly different. Smithy is probably the, maybe the better smelling of okay. the three. Okay. And then a little bit safer for, for kids. But still, if you're talking yeah. about diffusing just yeah. kind of find instead of else. just doing those sprays that are on your pillow or something that's not so potent if yeah. you're going to use those yeah. and rubs which is so great right you know mm-hmm. using some of that too okay mm-hmm. wonderful a few drops if you're using a diffuser you probably don't need to put a whole lot of essential oil in there um, because it can get pretty strong but if you're talking about um, you know 
clearing your airways and things like that, you know, you want it to be just a little bit stronger. And Mm -hmm. that's why you have to be very careful around kids and pets, but you know, maybe five to seven drops, depending on the size of your room. Right. Um, And you don't have to run it for long, you know, maybe 20 minutes at a time. Yeah. Or get a get a diffuser that has a, a timer on it. That's also very helpful. That way you don't have to remember. Right. I know I have one that I actually got from you, and it was great because it only has it has different time periods. And mm-hmm. so we, when I had pneumonia, I definitely put in some of those bigger ones, mm-hmm. you know, that are a little bit more potent. But just in our bedroom, the dog wasn't there, you know, and really wasn't necessary for me to help me breathe and things like that. But those also were ones that definitely are on this list too. So so the essential oils that have the more gentle monoterpenes, mm-hmm. uh, which are antiviral, antibacterial, and also um, act as an expectorant. Some of those are lemon, orange, fir balsam, juniper berry, frankincense, bergamot, and rosemary. And those okay. are a little bit more gentle. Um, so maybe blend a rosemary and orange with, you know, you don't have to buy a ton of essential oils. You know, you're just mixing two or three together. They have a synergistic effect. They kind of play on each other and and really do nice things. You've provided us with so many ideas on just the different oils. Do you have any great blending ideas, like maybe that people could make themselves? I do. Um, as far as antibacterial, some of my favorite blends are, you know, blending the citrus together. So you could do lemon, lime, grapefruit, and then, you know, pick one of those or use all of them, whatever smells best to you, and you can mix it with a basil or a clove, or you like spearmint, right? Mm-hmm. So you could mix... You know, maybe lime and spearmint is one of my favorites. That does. Um, Or even mix it with tea tree. I'm not a huge fan of tea tree, but tea tree is a pretty potent essential oil when it comes to cleaning. So if you can mix something with it so that it it pleases you or whatever you like to smell, that's a good one to add. Um, The antiviral ones, these are some of my favorites. If you're looking for a spicy blend, you could try you know, cinnamon and clove and bergamot and patchouli. I just, I love that patchouli mixed with clove. Um, Yeah, I'm going to have to try that. mm -hmm. If you're looking for something more floral, uh, you could use helichrysum, jasmine, and bergamot or mix cardamom and rose together. That's, Mm -hmm. that would be a really lovely blend. Again, you have to kind of come around a rose a little bit, but um, if you're looking for something minty, you can do uh, peppermint, rosemary, ravensera, and mix some lavender in there to kind of very cool. It out, what so. is Rev and Sarah? Um, it's kind of, I, I would say that it's kind of similar to a eucalyptus. It's, Interesting. It's sort of oh, a, I miss, it's oh, kind of a yeah, medicinal. Like Very cool. Yeah. Um, you can also kind of mix all the different categories together. I don't know if you've heard of Thieves. Right. Uh-huh. So um, Thieves is a popular brand from, or a popular essential oil blend from Young Living. Um, and it has cinnamon, clove, eucalyptus, lemon, and rosemary. And it's antibacterial and antiviral. And it smells wonderful. To me, it smells like Christmas. So I absolutely nice. love it. But you can mess around with some of these. Again, if you're just getting started, don't buy a ton of essential oils. Right. Um, go to the show notes and see what appeals to you most. See what is um, the most multi-purpose for your lifestyle. So right. that, Because they do have a shelf life. Yeah. And you don't want to waste these precious oils. So how long is the shelf life typically for the essential oils? That is a great question. They should be stored in a dark, cool place. Um, if you have half a bottle of essential oil, you should put it in a smaller bottle to eliminate that sort of headspace because they do oh. oxidize. Um, the essential oils like citrus, the lighter type essential oils, they are 
probably have maybe a year or two, depending on how they're stored and how much air exposure they have. Okay. Um, patchouli, um, much longer. They're heavier essential oils, so like patchouli, vetiver, maybe six to eight years for those. Oh, wow. So okay. it so it's varies. Based, okay, so that definitely... Um, I know that you're going to give us some resources, and that's something that you can check out if you're looking at yes. a specific oil and how long its shelf life is. I think it's important for your supplier to be able to give you a typical shelf life and tell you how to care for your oils. Um, I know Eden's Garden is one of the ones that I really like, and they do provide a shelf life, but they also give you recipes. So if you want to buy a lavender, it will... You can click on one of their tabs, and it will tell you different things that you can mix with lavender for certain things. And oh, I that's think that's neat. wonderful. Oh, that's great. It'll also give you safety information, and it will give you – they provide what's called a GCMS, which is a – it's a test that they run to find out what chemical constituents are actually in the oil. Okay. So I did want to point out safety also. Um, so many of the citrus essential oils, especially lemon, grapefruit, and bergamot, they can make you more sensitive to the sunlight. So if you're putting them in your water, say, to clean your produce and your hands are exposed, just know that. Maybe use some gloves okay, um, instead of having direct exposure to your skin. Um, orange and tanner, tangerine are generally okay. Um, but beware of adding citrus to, like, lotions and and hand sanitizers and things oh, like interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah, I did not know that they would do that. If people wanted to find out more information through some books, are there any books that you recommend for our listeners to dive into to learn more about essential oils? I have a few of my favorite books. One of them is called um, The Complete Aromatherapy and Essential Oil Handbook for Everyday Wellness. And I know that that is, that's a huge title. It's by Pershawn or okay. Pershawn. And Cantelli. Okay. Um, and that is great for beginners because it explains the essential oils. It explains a little bit about hydrosols. It explains about carrier oils. Um, and it also gives you recipes. So it's a great place to start. Another one of my favorites is the Illustrated Encyclopedia of Essential Oils by Julia Lawless because it has pictures of the plants. Um, All right. And that it gives great. you... And that one is basically uh, information about the essential oils. And okay. it has safety information and things like that. So I think those are two great resources to start if you're looking um, to start using essential oils. But also if you've been using for a while, it could probably add to uh, your library. Right. No, that would be very valuable for those that are on that journey. Or if they themselves are in the essential oil kind of business and they need to know some really great resources. Now, if people want to get more information from you, or products from you, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, well, my website is 3jspure.com. So I do aromatherapy. Um, I do consultation. I do classes. But I specialize in skincare. And you can also contact me there. If you have any questions, I'm happy to answer any, any safety-related essential oil questions. Um, you can contact me there. Or you could write me at livenaturally at 3jspure.com. Wonderful. That is great information. And I know that there'll be listeners that'll want to get in touch with you because you have just awesome products and awesome information. Well, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of Spring Cleaning. Jody, it has been fabulous having you on today. And I am so excited to have you as one of our regular hosts. And you, as always, bring such wonderful insight and knowledge to our listeners. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Well, everybody have a fabulous day and we'll talk soon. Bye. That wraps up this week's episode of the Healthier Home Podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. 
If you have any questions, comments, or thoughts, please share with us online at thehealthierhomepodcast.com. Did you find today's show helpful in creating a healthier home? If so, please help us spread the word by leaving us a review in your favorite podcast app. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe to the Healthier Home Podcast so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Until next week, may your home be filled with health, happiness, and love. Bye for now.